Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album, the author of the book, Tuesdays with Maury. And Lisa Goitsch is alongside. She is the producer of this program and my longtime friend. We're happy to be joining you. I should mention that uh, Lisa's just coming off of the Grammy Awards, where she didn't win anything, but she put the show together to a certain degree because in her other life, Lisa works with the Grammys. And uh, so how were they? Um, it was really fun. It's a long week. As you can hear my voice, I'm sounding a little like B. Arthur today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of talking over the past few days, but we have many events leading up to the Grammys, different awards shows, like different parties, different things. And so by the time you get to the actual show, I'm exhausted, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I work the show in the morning, which is called our premiere ceremony. And it's, um, where we give away the majority of our awards, like eight, 82 or 84 categories. And wow. on the show, we just give away a very small handful. So I started working that yesterday morning. I woke up at five to get there by seven. And I got home at about two o'clock in the morning. So, wow. so that included the, 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 the small show, so to speak, and the big show? Yes, that included both shows. And I have to say the highlight of my day was seeing... Viola Davis when her EGOT, which for people who don't know, she got an, she just got her Grammy and the EGOT stands for Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. So she's now won all four. And I got to hug her when she came off stage. Like that's quite a feat to get all four. Was of that your job on the actual show was to hug people when they left the stage? When they would come back, but was somebody who I'm especially excited, especially excited about. I can't even talk today. I'm like, yay. And they just, me, they just give you a hug. They don't even know who you are. Oh, people are so excited. They get, oh my gosh, there's this, this wonderful, she's in one of my categories. Uh, I, I do jazz and comedy for the Grammys and she's a young jazz singer, 23 years old. Her name is Samara Joy. I don't know if you've ever seen her, but check her out. Uh, you would never know that this voice comes out of a 23 year old. She won and was just, and was just, oh, I went, you know, she's just lovely. Just it was a lovely day all around. Uh, and, and good we, day for hugging. A good day for hugging. Uh, yeah. So it was nice. Well, I did not uh, see the Grammys because I was away in Greece. Uh, the, Greece? The, yeah, not the movie, the country. Wow. And, uh, I went to Greece for, uh, for a four or five day trip to do some research for a new book that I have coming out uh, later this fall. A novel. And so I went to the city of Thessalonica and it's a fascinating place. And I'll tell you more about the, wow. uh, uh, about the reasons why. And I put out some hints on Instagram and, and uh, some of the other social media spots 
from Thessalonica saying, can you guess why I'm here? Can you figure out what the storyline is going to be? So I don't want to ruin it for anybody yet who's still trying to figure out from the posts that I put up there. But if you want to check them out, the different videos, they sort of tell a little bit of the tale. And if you could figure it out, if you, you have Google and you look at the pictures, you can probably, probably get to the bottom of it. But uh, today I want to talk about something that I discovered and was reminded of uh, on that trip. And it was something that Maury and I had a conversation about fairly early on in our visits. And it has to do with windows, a window, not windows, the operating system. Not the operating computer. system that we are speaking to you from today. At no. least I am. <laughs> the old fashioned kind of window. Okay. So early on in my visits with Maury, when I was still kind of uncomfortable with the whole idea of visiting a sick, dying man, and he was still trying to get me to slow down and realize what he had certainly realized all of his life and even more during his dying days, that the pace that you work at and the amount of hours that you put in or the money that you make is not what's going to make you happy ultimately in life. And I must have said something typically dumb or insensitive or whatever uh, uh, in one of our conversations. And he said to me, Mitch, do you see that window there in the office where we were sitting? And I looked out and I said, yeah. And he said, you know, you can, you can go out that window anytime you want. You could open it and crawl out the window. I can't. He said, you could go outside, walk around that window and look at me back through it. I can't do that. Right. And yet he said, I appreciate that window more than you do. And I said, what do you mean? Appreciate the window. He said, since you've been coming here, you've never once looked out that window. But I look out that window all the time. Because to me now in this state, being in this chair and not being able to move, knowing that I'm going to die, knowing that I can't walk again, that I can't run outside and look back in through the window, that I can't ever crawl or do something childish like crawl out the window. That window has become my portal to the whole outside world. And I look at it all the time to see the changing colors of the leaves, the weather, whether I see a child playing out in the street or somebody walking past, what are they doing? I observe the whole world through that window and I appreciate having it so much because it's my only outlet now to the outside world. And when your world shrinks down, then any portal that makes your world bigger is something you appreciate. It's a little bit like those movies you've seen or books you've read about people in prison. And there's a little beam of light that comes maybe from the ceiling or oh, right. or yeah, yeah, yeah. high up, or there's a window way high up in the cell or something. Yeah. And how, how precious that becomes, or if a bird should appear in that window or fly past, how suddenly that, that makes you feel so elated. Why? When you can see it all the time in other parts of your life, it's because 
when a window represents something that you don't have or can't have or don't appreciate, uh, it takes on much more meaning than just a window. That's beautiful, Mitch. Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. I remember uh, talking to him about it and and asking him how he felt sometimes when the world was sort of going on without him. Listen. You never think like, uh, look out the window and your next door neighbors are going to work and everybody's just going on, about their business. On the move. Yeah, well, just regular. It's just a regular day yeah. to the left of you and to the right of you. But for you, you know, like you say, well, I'm sitting around and I'm waiting for, I'm waiting to die and then thing. And, and do you start, do you think that, you know, that, that happened to somebody else every day of your healthy life too, you know? It doesn't seem like the rest of the world should, should stop too. I'm changing my whole set of expectations. You and I and everybody, while you're alive, expect to go on living. That's built into you, because from day to day, that's what you do. I expect to cease living. So when you put it that way, then I'm not worried about who's going to work and who's not going to work. And can I get out and see the beautiful trees, which I can see only partially, but rather, how do I keep myself fully human and fully alert and awake to what's going on within and around me? Mm-hmm. That's my primary interest within and around me, with the people who love me. Either. So Maury did not blame the rest of the world outside that window for going on without him. He understood that the world doesn't cater to an individual, but he also appreciated what he could see out through that window. We'll be back with more Tuesday People right after this. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It got me thinking about other windows in our lives that we have and and whether we appreciate them 
or not. I thought, for example, when I was on that airplane going to Greece, and I looked out the window of the plane, and there we were, 36,000 feet, looking down on the clouds, and I just sort of pulled the shade down because it was too bright. And then a voice inside of me said, what a thing you just did. Here you are in a big hunk of tin and metal up in the sky, going even where God's birds can't go. Exactly. 36,000 feet, flying over a country or an ocean that perhaps you've never seen before and never will see. And you pulled the shade down. Right. <laughs> and said, Shut it's it all too, out. It's too bright. <laughs> too bright. Instead of looking out that window and saying, this is just remarkable. When we fly from Haiti with the kids who are going to go to college for the first time here in America from our orphanage, and they take their first plane ride, I look and, and, and notice how long they just stare out the window. And some of them, it's like two, three hours. Imagine, They right? don't talk. They <laughs> just stare out the window. And they're trying to figure, you know, I guess in their minds, wow, where am I? How did I get above the earth? When did this happen? A minute ago, I was an orphan in an orphanage in Haiti, and now I'm flying above the clouds. And their sense of wonder out that window is appropriate, more appropriate than mine was. Yeah. But I've reached the point where I've been on so many of these planes that it just doesn't seem that special. But you know what? Maury, before he got ALS, I'm sure walked in and out of his office many, many times and glanced out the window and didn't, didn't give it another thought because he too had been in his office countless times, like I'd been on countless airplanes. You don't think about, wow, what if that window was my only portal to anything? Or on an airplane, wow, what if this is the only airplane ride I ever got to take? The only chance I would ever be this high up in the sky in my life. Shouldn't I be taking in every, shouldn't I be snapping pictures, you know, like people do out the window? I'm at yeah. a jaded point <laughs> where I'm like, what are they you're snapping a picture out the window? All you're going to get is a little portal, porthole kind of window. And, and it's just going to be white. You'll see like a silver wing or something. Are you really going to look at this when you're on the ground? Yeah, I guess the answer is yes. People are people are going to look at that. So yeah, this is when I was up on the plane because those might be people who are never going on a plane again, or at the very least, are people who appreciate the majesty of being on a plane and being up that high in the first place. Right, and sometimes you see things down there <clears throat> that you really can't ever see when you're on Earth. Like I know when we fly the top over of certain... a mountain, <laughs> right? The top of a mountain, exactly. Or right. even when am like I going to see that? Exactly. You're like desert landscaping or something like that. You know, um, yeah. sometimes when I fly into California, I see parts of California that I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm like, you know, I'll never see I, that again. Yeah. So, I didn't even know that was California. Yeah. I thought California just was from the ground up. So yeah. there's a window that you don't appreciate in your life. And I would ask you ask yourselves, think of the other windows in your life that you've had that you may have gone past and, and, and never really appreciated. I got to stay in 
a hotel in Thessalonica, Greece, that was right on the Gulf. Where is Thessalonica? Thessalonica. 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 No, what is that near? Oh, Thessalonica. Thessalonica. Yeah. Oh, what is it near? Northern Greece. Northern Greece. Okay. It's the second biggest city in Greece after Athens. Oh, yeah, okay. A beautiful city. It goes back to 300 BCE. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's when, when <laughs> I live in a town where if the house is 50 years old, it gets designated as a historic monument. Exactly. And, and you can't <laughs> touch it so that you can't change a house if it's more than 50 years old you have to leave it exactly the way it is you can't change because because it represents history and i always laugh at that i said it's 50 years old or it's 52 right. years old in thessalonica which goes back as i say to pre you know bce 300 years before the birth of christ they yeah. have so many ruins and i was with the tour guide who was saying to me, I, I was looking at us, wow, look at those ruins of like a Roman Roman arches and Roman baths. Yes, and it's like right in the middle of the city. There's like office buildings and, and car parks. And then boom, they have an area where there's just these ruins that they excavated and they just leave them there. And then there'll be another park and there'll be like a big arch of a ruin. And right next to it will be a pretzel shop or something like that. Oh and, and they kind of build around them. And I say, boy, this must have been some city, you know, uh, to grow up in because you know, she grew up like in the 50s and 60s. Uh, to have all these things around you, all the all this ancient you know, artifacts and things. And she said, oh, no, no, no. She said, until the 70s, until the 70s, if you were digging a house, like you got some land and, digging a house, and you dug and you found like a Roman arch, you just knocked it over. You just smashed it and, and, and built on top of it. There were no laws. There were no rules. There were no anything. Until the 70s, they put in a thing like, if you find something, you should probably let us know. We'll try to preserve it. And Whoa. here we are, here we are in America, 50 years old, and you can't touch that house. This is right. something that goes back over 2,000 years, you know, maybe maybe 3,000 years. Wow. And, and, and they were just knocking it down and, yeah, I got to, that's where my garage is going to go. I can't, I got to get, got to get rid of that. So right. it's all, it's all relative. Oh my gosh. Right. But I looked out my window of my hotel room. And my hotel room was right on the Thermaic Gulf, in, uh, which leads out to the Aegean Sea uh, in Thessalonica. And I looked out the window when I first walked in. And I've been in so many hotel rooms in my life that, you know, it's mostly just, oh, that's a nice view. And then I said to myself, because I was thinking about this theme, I said, you know what? You need to appreciate this window a little bit more. Open up the curtains. It's not about how much light comes in. Open up the curtains and open up the door to the window and just appreciate how rare this is that you're in a city that you've never been in before and you're looking out on a body of water that you've never seen before. Be curious. And I forced myself to sort of sit there and look. And I noticed while I was sitting out there, because I took the time to just kind of stay there for a little while, the wind was blowing very strongly. And there were some clouds. And then the wind kind of moved the clouds away. And I saw on the far out over the you know, water, I saw a mountain range, a nice mountain range, a big mountain range that had some snow on the top of it. That's how significant it was. So I said, oh, that's interesting. I didn't even know that was there. And the next day, when my tour guide, who I had, who was helping me do the research, 
she came over and I said, you know, I was uh, sitting in my room and I looked out the window and I saw this mountain range. You can't see it right now because it's kind of cloudy, but it was a really nice mountain over there. Pretty big mountain. What, what is that? She said, Mount Olympus. Oh, and I said, that's oh, Mount yeah. Olympus. She said, yes, that that's mountain. Mount Olympus. Now, I had no idea that I was looking out my window at Mount Olympus. You know, Zeus and the Greek gods and Mount Olympus was right in front of me. And had I not sat there a little bit longer and waited for that wind to blow, I never would have asked that question. I would have left. I would have probably read it in a book later. Like, by the way, you can see Mount Olympus from Thessalonica. And I, and I would have said, really? I didn't know that. I didn't. I would have looked for it. <laughs> right. So it was only by forcing myself to look out that window and, and realize what was there that I got to say and take a picture of Mount Olympus which I've never seen that's, before in my life. That's cool. Yeah. So there are lots of cool uh, kind of experiences and lots of appreciative moments that you can get in life if you just do, as Maury said, just appreciate the windows that you're given. When you arrive in a place, don't race right past it. Stop. Take it in. When you are in your own home and you have a window that you've looked through a thousand times, look through it a thousand and one, and see if you can notice something that you can see from that window that you didn't notice before. Notice a, a tree. Notice a, an element of your house. Notice your neighbor's construction. Notice an animal that crosses across it or runs across your lawn or something like that. It, it's a good exercise in sort of preparing yourself for the day that will probably come where you're not going to have access to every window in the world. And you're not going to have access to the plane windows or the Thessaloniki hotel windows or a look at Mount Olympus. And so if you appreciate the windows you get to, to look through now when there are many of them, you'll be trained to appreciate the window that might be the only window that you get to look out when you reach the end of your life, as Maury did. I'm so going to do my that. Little, uh, that's my little suggestion today. It's a pretty simple exercise. Uh, check out the windows of your life and don't take them for granted uh, because you never know. You might be looking at Mount Olympus. That's true. That's really funny, Mitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, that mountain. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mount Olympus. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Silly me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we hope you enjoyed spending a little time with us here. We sure enjoyed spending it with you. We do this every week. You can check out our website at wetuesdaypeople.com on the web. Find out previous shows and chat rooms and discussion groups and things like that. So until we get to look through your window again, on behalf of Lisa Goitsch, I'm Mitch Album saying, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday People.